Alright, what's up guys? Um, so if you didn't watch my last video, it was just some ways to not get messed up by being in school. Because uh, when I first got back to school, I was messed up. Ugh. I was getting immersed and everything. Getting angry. Getting unmotivated. And in the last video, I talked about how you can prevent that. And one of the things that I said was not to go back to the monotony of everyday life. So, what does that mean? Right, that's, well, the, the quote comes from this guy named Vab Zillin, big fan of him. But David Dita also says something very similar where he says, like, don't just, like, go through the motions. Don't, don't just be, like, doing, doing your tasks and stuff. Like, you have to be present. You probably know you have to be present, but you probably lose your presence because you're falling back into the monotony. So again, what does that mean? What is, what is monotony? <laughs> you don't know. What is monotony? I'm like, oh, I don't know either, so I'm going to look it up. Monotony. Well, I mean, I know what it means, but I, I don't know the exact, like, fucking, like, scientific nerd definition. All right. Lack of variety and interest, tedious repetition routine. So basically just doing the same stuff, right? Boring. Um... No matter what you love, if you just do it over and over again, repetitively, nothing changes. Um, nine times out of ten, that's not going to be very fun. It's not going to be very invigorating. You're not going to wake up every day excited to do it because you've been doing the same shit for the last ten years. That's why people um, hate their office jobs because <laughs> it's a definition of monotony. But um, how can you do this? How can you avoid falling back in the monotony of every life? So this goes into the idea of we don't pay attention to the good things in life right we evolutionarily it's more optimal to pay attention to bad things and negative things and scary things and dangerous things than it is to pay attention to good things and we've also been conditioned to do this as we've grown up because it destroys our creativity and makes us more uh, bots for the system let me know if you okay no we're not going to talk about that <laughs> When I, when I get to talk about that, um, let me know if you want me to talk about that. But um, yeah, so um, like I said, the theory that we do what? What am I like? This is so bad. Like the way that I'm putting these words together. So we we pay attention to the bad. We don't really pay attention to the good, right? And everyone everyone says. Everyone says this, and like it seems, and like the same people I hear saying this over and over again are the people with the most fucking negative attitudes to life ever, right? And they only pinch, they watch the news, they're on social media, they're, you know, oh a new celebrity just said the n word, oh, oh they're getting rid of uh, abortion, or oh people aren't getting vaccinated, like, I don't fucking care, but um, <laughs> so this is really what it means to not fall back into monotony. This is. The best way, so you know when you get like excited about a new idea, like let's say you have a new business idea, or you have a new idea that's going to radically increase your health, or you have something that just like really invigorates you and excites you, right? Every single thing about it, where you're at right now, you're probably not super invigorated. Be honest, you're probably not super invigorated if you're listening to this podcast right now. So what that means is that every single time you got excited, that invigoration eventually went away. So you've been conditioned to think that every time you get excited, it's temporary and it's going to go away. 
And um, it's true, it is going to go away eventually, but we can prolong it a ton, right? You have periods of energy, and then you just feel like shit again because you fell back into the monotony. I'm putting words to feelings here. So um, the way you can do this is to, well, you've heard of gratitude journaling. Um, don't like, don't like be bogus about it. Don't write like three things or five things. This is what I do in my journal. After I'm done like actually writing my important stuff, I just write like 30, I just like write a shit ton of things I'm grateful for. I don't say like, I'm grateful for this. I just write a bunch of things. I just write a bunch of words or things I'm grateful for, right? Um, I'm grateful for, done blanking. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful for my mat. I'm grateful for, well, what I said was I'm grateful for um, being able to ice my balls again because my parents went on vacation. My dad took the ice pack. Uh, <laughs> I'm grateful for, see, I'm a fucking, I'm a hypocrite, right? I'm, I'm teaching you guys this stuff and I'm not even fucking doing it. It's bogus. Uh, I was asleep a lot today. I wasn't asleep. I just forgot to pay attention. Now, I was kind of in monotony today. So... Um, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for my bananas, because yesterday I had some, the bananas were rotten as shit, and the other ones were green, so I just had to eat a rotten one, but I cooked it, so it was cool, but it did not taste good, <laughs> I'm grateful for having actual ripe bananas, I'm grateful for the honey that my parents brought back from Wisconsin, it tasted very, very good, I'm grateful for the person who's listening to this right now, life is gonna change. Uh, probably not listening to this fucking video. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is actually some really useful stuff. That's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Like I said in the last in the last episode, it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Never fall back in the monotony of everyday life. Never like go back to normal. Always have something that you're excited about. Always focus on stuff that you're grateful for. That's how you're gonna stay in like a high energy state every single fucking day. And not have to go back to just like not like just feeling like shit. Feeling like shit is when you go back to the monotony, right? This is a short episode today, and I apologize, but... Um, Alright, I'm just going to talk about what I was talking about earlier. So, you know how I said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you guys about this. I have the craziest conspiracy theory ever, and I haven't seen anyone talk about this. Um, but let me know if you... <laughs> like this, I literally... Cre- I. I didn't, I kind of, I, I basically created myself. It has nothing to do with, you know, Jewish people or black people. Whatever. It doesn't have anything to do with any kind of people. It just has to do with, um, has to do with the, the system, right? It has to do with serotonin. And what I'm going to be revealing, yeah, I'm going to do this next episode. <laughs> what I'm going to be re- revealing is that every single mainstream piece of health advice, every single one, Without fail, every single piece of mainstream health advice raises your serotonin, decreases your androgens, and decreases your dopamine. Every single one, without fail, every single one of their, you know, top 100, top 10, inter- top 10 health success, all that shit, right? Every single thing, every single piece, every single thing they tell you on how you should be living and the lifestyle you should be living, um, Increase your serotonin, decrease your dopamine, and decrease your androgens. And the reason for this is very simple. Dopamine and androgens make you an individual, right? 
They make you want to rebel. They make you ambitious. They make you uh, angry. They make you, well, they don't really make you angry. They make you, um, they just make you really individualistic, and they make you sensitive to um, psychological operations. Serotonin, on the other hand, makes you completely blind to psychological operations. Completely blind. It puts you in a very rigid way of thinking. It kind of destroys your creativity. Um, it makes you very. It makes you more complacent. This is why um, any SSRIs that outperform placebo, uh, they have anti-serotonin activity action. <laughs> but the reason that these um, SSRI drugs, the reason people just don't stop taking them instantly because serotonin is not what causes depression, is because serotonin doesn't make you happy. It's not the happy hormone. It's the fucking... Um, I can't think. Of it. It's the zombie hormone, right? It's going to make you unaware to all your surroundings, and it's going to make you just numb. It's going to make you numb to the fact that your life is terrible <laughs> because... You know, you've just been distracting yourself for 20 or 30 or 40 years, right? And then your life is not where you want it, and then you have depression, and that's a chemical imbalance. And, um, yeah, it's a chemical imbalance, but it's caused by <laughs> something that's very natural, and it's definitely not a chemical imbalance. And serotonin, in fact, in these people, serotonin is already very high. Um, high serotonin actually causes depression, um, not in the sense of, you know, feeling sad, but in a depressed state where you just have no energy. This is why SRIs make people fat. This is why they make them you know, more angry or emotionally unstable. Um, it just destroys your energy, right? Because it destroys your dopamine, and serotonin is actually kind of strict. I'm giving you guys way too much information. <laughs> I basically just spoiled... No, I didn't spoil I'm not going to lie. I did not spoil it. Um, there is so much stuff I'm going to go over. <laughs> I have like... I have a lot of stuff I'm going to go over. Right. This is actually on my on my other podcast, ADHD Remission. Serotonin is one of the six causes of ADHD. High serotonin, especially high serotonin in childhood. And I'll tell you right now. Hold on, wait, click off. One, one, one more, one more thing before before you go. Okay. So, you look up high serotonin ADHD. The first one's actually the first one's actually a study. You don't usually see that. Usually, it's gonna be some bullshit telling you. Okay, okay, here it is. So, when you go to a mainstream health site like Healthline, uh, you know it's telling you to increase your 5-HT1B, which is garbage. Because serotonin modulates dopamine activity through its various receptors, including 5-HT1B, these receptors can have an influence on dopamine-mediated behaviors. Yeah, dumbass, because serotonin reduces dopamine. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. These people, oh, oh, that's not Healthline, that's nature.com. Okay, that's actually a lot worse because that one's more reputable. Um, yeah, so when you actually look at the study, serotonin levels, and, and this is literally the first result. Serotonin level in ADHD children was significantly higher than non-ADHD children. Conclusion, serotonin level in ADHD children was higher than, significantly higher than non-ADHD. Okay, whatever. So when you look up ADHD, serotonin, just those together. 
and then you just see this bullshit, and this is a bad study. And this is not even a study. It's literally just them making a claim. There's no study. Yeah. Okay. I predicted. So this is not actually a study. It's just an abstract where it says, the onset of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder in childhood is characterized by developmentally inappropriate levels of hyperactivity, impulsivity, and inattention. A chronic deficit of serotonin 5-HT at the synapse may trigger symptoms of ADHD. That is horseshit. As you just saw, um, <laughs> kids with ADHD have higher serotonin. Now, this is very, very brain damage obvious. Why this is? Because ADHD is not a serotonergic condition. It's a it's dopaminergic condition. It's a deficiency of dopamine, and serotonin <laughs> decreases dopamine. So, I mean, it's low serotonin cannot cause ADHD. Low serotonin, I think, would treat a lot of the ADHD that is currently in our society. So there's no freaking way that this is true, but I just showed you this to show you that um, there is this theory or this ideology that's being pushed on us that serotonin is good and that you know we should increase our serotonin, which is the basis for a lot of other changes that have been made to our health. Um, but yeah, this is just, it's fucking ridiculous, okay? Does serotonin deficit mediate susceptibility to ADHD? No. <laughs> no. Actually, no, it does because it fucking makes it so you don't have it, right? Um, ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, um, how do you increase serotonin in ADHD? Garbage. ADHD brains have low levels of a neurotransmitter called norepinephrine. What the fuck? <sighs> Previous studies have indicated a decrease in blood serotonin levels among hyperactive and ADHD children. Well, we just fucking saw that. That's not true. In fact, a chronic deficiency and available serotonin may contribute to the clinical symptoms of ADHD. No. This is wrong. Um, high serotonin causes low dopamine. <laughs> Which is the cause, it's the only cause of ADHD. So, yeah, I'm dragging this on way too long. I told you I was going to tell you one more thing. But, uh, get ready. Tomorrow's episode going to be a little bit crazy. It's going to be a little bit spicy. And we're going to be going into um, this lie that's being pushed on us. Alright. Have a good day. Uh, I, I have to read this one. It's so funny. What are the happy chemicals for ADHD? What the fuck does that even mean? Alright, have a good day. <laughs>